In this episode, we're going to look at one of the open source intelligence tools I share with people. This will be the first one. I'll do some others in the future. What we're going to be using is a tool that is a more efficient way to search Twitter. And the reason we're doing that is Twitter is one of the best places, not the only one, one of the best places to find real time as it's going reporting information in any event that's like something like the inauguration, a disaster, any real bad things in another country or here in the United States, something that's going on, there's going to be people on the ground and the way they typically share that information is through Twitter more than any other social media platform. I want to warn you right now, if you're sitting in your car and you like listening to this podcast while you're driving around, this one is going to make no sense. It's going to be difficult to follow unless you're sitting at home on a computer. If you got a few minutes to pull over down in the show notes, you're going to see a link under in this episode, the 1 million tweet map. And I'm going to show you how to use that how to get open source, real-time reported information from people on the ground. That's what we're going to talk about using the 1 million tweet map right here on Grayman, Hiding in Plain Sight. All right, this is going to be your first OSINT tool I'm going to show you how to use. Open that link up in a new tab and follow along, and I'll walk you through how to use it. It's fairly simple. I like using Twitter because unlike all other social media accounts, the majority of individual tweets that come from regular everyday people tends to come from things they find out about, they see, or they witness. Whereas if you go to, say, Facebook, it's a lot of retweets of stuff that they find. What's great about Twitter is we get a lot of information like that in third world countries, other countries outside the U.S. It's heavily used by a lot of people. When you open that up, it's called the 1 million tweet map, and I'm going to walk you through it. In the upper left-hand corner, it says hashtag 1 million tweet map. Next to that, you see a number that's climbing. That's the amount of tweets that are happening. If you refresh the page, that's going to reset to zero. If you don't refresh the page, it's not going to change no matter what you do. Right below that, it says regular search and hashtag battle. It'll default to regular search. If you click on hashtag battle, what that's for is to enter two different hashtags to see comparisons. I just use regular search. Below that, it says heat map cluster in day-night layer. It's defaulted to cluster. That's these purple circles that are going to have numbers in them about how many tweets are coming through. You'll see right now that those numbers are quite large because the default setting when you first open this up is to the last 24 hours. Now, if you happen to see right now any blue circles with the white bird in it, that's a single tweet from that area on just those. Don't touch the purple ones, but if you see one of those, just touch it, give it a left click and it'll pop up. And what it's going to show you in black is what the person wrote underneath or next to that in blue will be any external links. If they've put them on or any hashtags underneath that'll say from with the at symbol. That's the Twitter account at the date and time they posted it underneath it. It says sentiment. I don't worry about that, but it has to do with things like people liking or not liking whatever they tweet. Now, if you shut off cluster layer and turn on heat map layer, what you now should see is a heat map. While you're zoomed out, that's going to look like an actual heat map. Don't zoom in, but when you do, and we look at this in a minute later on, you're going to see it's just mostly purple stuff. So for now, go back to cluster layer. If you turn on day and night, you'll see the little waveform of day and night. I don't ever use that. Okay, below those layers, it says rendering, cluster view or sentiment view. So right now we're on cluster. You got purple circles with white numbers. If you click on sentiment view, it now looks like a circle graph. 
that shows the positive, neutral, and negative reactions to those statements. I personally just leave it on cluster. Below that, time filter, it defaults to 24 hours, so it's on nothing. Click one over to time range. You can use the slider or those blocks to check a specific time range. So I'm on two hours right now. You can sit there and just click between them, say 10 minutes, 5 minutes, 20 hours, and you see those numbers change. Below that, if you have default searches you want to save, you can do that. I search so many different things, I don't ever use that. And underneath Save Current Search, you have the top five countries that are putting out whatever it is that you're tweeting about. Most of the time, it's going to come from the U.S. Now let's go back up to the top where it says 1 million treats, and it has the counter going. There's a pause thing at the end of that counter if you need it. I'm not sure why they have it. You go to the far right on the top of that bar. You got three little bars that show analytics. I don't ever use those, but there's some real simple analytics to whatever you're searching. And then if you go to the circle next to it, it'll say about Mapatize. tells you it's the last 24 hours. It's real-time tweeting. There's about 50 new tweets every second, and all the old ones disappear. Now, right below that, on the right-hand corner of the map, you'll see a plus and minus. If you just tap those once or twice, you can zoom in and out. That's one way you can do it. Another way you can zoom in and out is your scroll feature that's on your mouse or your trackpad. And if you do that, you'll see your circles change and how they spread out. Now, what I want you to do, if you're still zoomed out all the way, zoom in a little bit, just say on a country or to where you can only see one or two continents. Back in the upper right-hand corner where we have that plus and minus, we tap to zoom out. Right below those is a circle of the Earth. If you touch that once, it's going to default zoom you all the way back out. So now that you're default zoomed all the way back out, Right now, these are just the tweets going on. We don't even have any search terms yet. So what we can do is back in the upper left where it says regular search and hashtag bottle, you can search keywords, hashtags, or people's accounts. I search keywords. So just to give you an example, you can search anything. So I'm typing in cat. The second you do that, your map's going to update. Search any single word you want. You can search phrases too. I just recommend searching single words for now. And then you'll see that change. Now you'll notice that when you do that, you don't have to hit enter. The number keeps counting and it just changes what you're looking at. So whatever you've typed in, so I'm going to type in threat. And all these are is it means that word is in somebody's tweet. That's what it's there for. So I'm going to go back and type in cat. Now, looking at this map again, Whatever you're typing in, since I typed in cat, you'll see one or more purple circles with a number on it that's going to be located over a country or a continent, depending on how much one's there. You can see, again, the blue circles with the white bird, depending on the words you look for. But when you find one of these purple circles, just click on it once. The map's going to zoom in. So the one I picked only had three tweets. It zoomed in over Texas. And what you should see when it zooms in is you should see those individual tweets. Now, it only showed me all three because I use something that general. Now, being today, I'm going to type in inauguration, which is going to give me a lot more. So if you type in inauguration and you're looking at this the day of the inauguration, zoom all the way back out, and you'll see some bigger hits. So on the eastern U.S., I have 79. When I click on that circle, 
it zooms me into the United States. And when there's more tweets, you'll see some individual ones and you'll see some other clusters of two, three, four, five. So over around DC right now, it's showing 14 for the inauguration. So if you're zoomed in and you see some circles with small numbers, find one with a bigger number and zoom in on it. You'll see it zoom in again. One thing you'll find is the map doesn't always zoom in perfectly. So you might have to zoom in and out a little bit. And then you can just identify the different tweets in those areas. And then as you get in far enough to see where they're coming from, sometimes instead of pulling up an individual tweet, like I'm zoomed in on the number nine now, somewhere around the DC area, instead it pulls up a pop-up window. And it shows those nine tweets and I can scroll through them. Now there's a limit to how many it'll show. I think it's about 20, but it'll just have a show more feature below that. So to show you what I was doing this morning, tracking inauguration information, what I did is I had the map zoomed out to show the United States is primarily what I was focused on. And then what I did is I just went through, when we had the bomb threat that came through on SCOTUS, I looked up bomb, I looked up threat, just to see what was being posted. Now when you have these things and you see what their tweet is, there's going to be all kinds of different stuff people are going to put on there. So when you click on these individual tweets, I just read them real quick. So during the inauguration, I did search the word bomb, and most of the posts were just everybody talking about like people bombing on stage or this is the bomb. I searched protests, things like that constantly. Some of these showed scheduled protests that people had shared. Some just made fun of other protests. You're going to see a lot of that kind of stuff. You just have to read the tweet to see what it is. And then you can go through and look for the links or whatever. Or you can go to their account and follow their account if you want to. What I use this for initially, I used it today for the organization, but what I normally use this for is disasters, events, warfare, different things that happen in other countries. So anytime there's massive civil unrest, this thing was great on January 6th too, is you can go through, search different keywords in those areas, watch the tweet numbers change and you can scroll through. What's great about this is if you just go to Twitter and in the search feature and you type a word in, it typically defaults to the top hits. You got to go through latest and there's only so many it shows. This is going to show sometimes millions of tweets that you can search through. So you're going to find a lot more hits. If you want to compare it and use Twitter, open a Twitter window and use the 1 million tweet map. Pick a word that's going to have a lot of hits, even just the word cat, whatever it is maybe your state, whatever you want to look for. And you're going to see how much more is available just in this country using the 1 million tweet map than you're going to find using the regular search. And it's going to go quicker and it's a lot easier. And this way I can scroll through and just tap on these blue circles with white birds or the numbers that have the pop-ups and I can find all these other tweets. So this is your first tool. I recommend trying this out. When I mentioned on one of the other ones about search terms you can use in your Google, those will find from anywhere, but I recommend trying that on this map too. Remember, when you're searching on places like a Google search, any search engine, you know that if you go to news, you're pulling up a lot of news hits, which might be alternative news, might be legacy news media. If they have Twitter accounts and they're posting that, it's going to pop up here too. I use this as one of many tools. I'm not saying use this as a main tool or in place of anything else. But over the next few days, few weeks, I'm going to start showing you more tools you can use for open source research. This is very efficient and time saving. So I can go through and find more things and more information on here, searching 10 or 20 keywords 
in not half the time, probably 20, 25% of the time if I do it on a normal search engine. But I still do use the normal search engine. So if you have any questions about how to use this, let me know. Otherwise, I think this is pretty simple. I picked this one first because it's fairly easy.